Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 34. Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard and the other one, not so much. My name is Little Cream Boy, Anthony. <laughs> and I'm George. And I'm Tommy. What just happened? <laughs> oh, I switched it up. See what I did there? Boom. Anyways, let's get into some housekeeping before we jump into all this awesome stuff. I've got a surprise for you guys on my one I'm playing. So housekeeping! If you enjoy the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. I know it's been forever since you heard a review. Wait, has it? George, you did a review last, didn't you? Yeah, uh, about a month ago, maybe. Okay, well, well I'm, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm it's been a it. while since you've heard a review from me. <laughs> I'm going to do the Division 2. I'm going to do the Division 2. Still hasn't done the Division 2. It's been out for three months. Next up, you're if you'd like you're, to support. You're just getting thorough with it, man. Yeah, I got some thoughts on that one, too. If you'd like to support the podcast over the listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation. We have 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. You can cancel at any time. Will you be our first one? Will you be that first person? Go into your wallet. Take your debit card. If you don't have a debit card, steal your girlfriend's. If you don't have a girlfriend, steal your parents. Put a debit card on there. Get it on there. Subscribe to 99 cents. While you're at it, buy your mom flowers because she's going to be pissed that you stole her card and you're going to have to do something to make up for it. Next up, find us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, Twitch at Dad's Beards Nerds. And if you'd like to be part of our ever growing Discord community, you can find that link in our Twitter bio and all the show notes. Also, don't forget, we've got our DBN Game of the Month for June. It is going to be a week late that we will announce it, but it is coming. Once again, that's Disgaea PC. We'll be announcing that on next week's podcast. Life hit us like a ton of bricks, and we did not have the time to, to get the, the necessary stuff set up. But if you'd like to still be part of that, you get one extra week. So you join that fucking Discord. You get in there. You sign up. You win free shit. It's not rocket science. George, is this rocket science? It is not rocket surgery, sir. Tommy, is this rocket science? No, it's pretty simple. Get on the fucking Discord! <laughs> All right, everybody. Off the Let's rails already. A- Anthony, you're, you're, you're full of fire and brimstone today. I can feel it. Because I'm a little cream boy. Um, George, what are, what, what are you playing, you, 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 saucy, you saucy baby boy? Man, uh, I didn't have a lot of time to game this week. Uh, drove down to Burbank. My wife got her cosmetology license. So proud of you. Congratulations to George's wife. I know you're not listening to this, but if you are, I'm very proud of you. Anyway. (laughs) Continues to never listen to the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) We continue to just talk to ourselves amongst everyone else over here without my wife. Anyway. Hey, we're number one for a reason. People listen. (laughs) That is true. So thank you all. Maybe just not your wife. Just not my wife. Um, But anyway. We, we drove down, um, got a weekend or a couple days away from the kids. It was nice. Uh, of course, she got her license, so that was the icing on the cake. And then we drove back. While I was down there, I did get some quality time with the Nintendo Switch. So played a little bit of Octopath Traveler. And yep. I uh, played a lot of just, I, I really chilled out and just played NES classic games. <laughs> I kind of just, I don't know, I burned like maybe two or three hours just playing Punch-Out and just getting retro with it. So it was kind of a nice change of pace. And I was just relaxing by the pool and uh, had a killer Moscow mule down there, dude. I was telling you about it. Oh, Ooh, baby. Dude, it was so, like, it was, like, next level in flavor. Like, 
it was handcrafted it was good shit well i mean yeah you said burbank so burbank la area all that jazz man you got all there's a shit ton of artisanal cocktail places that make just the best stuff there was a place in visalia when we lived in, in corcoran that i used to like to go and get old fashions from and it was so good yeah dude it was just like next level craftsmanship so but it was it was a great trip um just didn't play too many games but like i said got a cut an hour here an hour there while i was waiting for her and uh oh also final fantasy tactics on my phone because that's know, right baby sold me is it not the perfect game for mobile it, it definitely works out really well for mobile right it's per- it, like it ported very well yes yes it did is that it yep that's pretty much it tommy what you got for me as always i'm playing the death uh the yeah the destiny 2 mm-hmm. the destiny uh the grind never stops there just got the pinnacle uh gambit weapon the hush so good and i just started uh darksiders 3 today and i'm really enjoying it so far not perfect has some frame rate issues but it it's got a super cool vibe and i i've loved since the first one came out the kind of like god of war meets zelda-esque gameplay style to it so i'm pumped to see where this one goes i've got the 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 package with uh the first one and the second one the uh and the fury collection yes i got the fury collection uh and it's really cool seeing nicholas fairy up there with his one eye uh kicking butt (laughs) what i do like i do like that wars wars body is built like uh early or mid 90s captain america kind of yeah in comic book his body is so out of proportion kind of like he's got that one gigantic arm and the yes. other one's just normal but like he spent way too much time with the shake weight on one side if you know what i mean yeah yeah he was shaking that weight <laughs> for days and maybe that's a prerequisite to work for the devil be one of the horsemen is you ha- you got to have a good shake weight arm if you know what i mean <laughs> shaking the weights so I gotta... are, are we confirming that the actual Satan is the version from South Park that... Yeah. Like... Okay, cool. Oh, Saddam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Perfect. It's the, stop, it's the Dom. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> hey, Satan! <laughs> <laughs> so what are you playing, Anthony? Listen up, boys. First off, obviously Final Fantasy Tactics. Loving it. Still playing it. Uh, trying to beat the game. Listen up. Once you get a party of five dragoons, the story missions are completely fucked because you're wrecking shop left and right. You get all your jumps mastered. You're you're hitting people from across the map. These little monsters and these bosses, they don't stand a fucking chance. I'm over here just jumping. Like crisscross, I'm jump, jump. I'm jumping all... That wasn't crisscross. Yeah, that was crisscross. It was I don't know who it was. But I'm jumping all over the place. I'm jumping here. I'm jumping there. I'm not even in my car. I'm jumping to my destinations. Next up, boys and girls, listen up, and I want you to listen hard. My wife has been playing a game. I was watching her play it. I've heard they've made some changes, and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to try it on the Xbox. Uh, so I tried this game last night. I know what it is. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm playing. I'm enjoying it. And I'm thinking to myself, what in good God's name is happening here? Why am I enjoying this? So what do I do today? I think to myself, man, I really want that on PlayStation, and I got to go take some recycling. Shout out to Saving the Earth and get in that money next up so i get the recycling done 
I go to Walmart. I go, do you price match this? And they go, yeah, but let me check the thing. And the guy's like, oh, why do you want that game? And I said, well, they made some changes and you're a dweeb. Uh, so, and then he's like, oh, yeah, we, we can't price match it because oh, it's not Walmart. So, blah. and I'm like, whatever, bro, get out of here. I, I go to GameStop. I look at the used copies because this game, you can play it even, even if it's used. And I go up to the cashier and I'm like, I want this game. And she says, okay, doesn't give me any shit. Thank you, GameStop cashier, the one time I love you. And then I bring it. Europe, you'd get a free I, copy with a pair of socks. And then I bring it home. And I'm over here just country roads. I, I, knew, I was like, is this Fallout 76? Fallout 76, you fucking soy boys. I'm running across the wasteland wrecking shop and sucking cock. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This game, it's. I, I don't know why it hooked me. I mean, I don't even think I'm in a spot where the changes are relevant. But I'm fucking hooked. And I, I want to be the first person to say, put that egg in my face and let me eat that crow. Give me a piece of that humble pie. Because I am enjoying this game, and I was wrong. I was wrong. So far, I'm level 5, which isn't I obviously you know that high up there or whatever. But I'm enjoying the loop so far. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. It's enjoyable. And I shit all over this game <laughs> before ever playing it. So uh, let this be a, you know, like, if Anthony's ever shitting on a game again other than uh, Destiny 2, uh, please. <laughs> I, I guess put me in my place because Fallout 76 is fun. It's fun. It's fun, guys. And maybe that 9.5 that Game Informer reevaluated it as, maybe maybe it's right. Maybe it's so right it's not wrong anymore. But Fallout 76, I played like four hours of it before we did this. I'm just going, going. Some random little kid uh, made a base, and all, all I hear is, Hello? Hey. Hey, hello, can you hear me? And I'm like, oh, what's up, man? He's like, I'm in the base, come see it. And I'm like, that's how you die in these games. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tried to give me a gun, and I didn't take it, and I walked away. I said, don't take guns from strangers. I don't care how old you are, stranger danger. But yeah, so Fallout 76, Jesus Christ, this game's, this game's good. I'm going to stream it tonight when we're done with the podcast, and I'm probably going to stream it for a couple of days. I kind of want to like give it a good, at least solid 20 hours of time. want to see a little bit of that mid-content, see where I like it from there, but... I, I don't know, man. It's a good game. It's a good game. It's refreshing to hear. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, because as much as I dislike how they came out with it, like I, I don't want a game to fail, you know. So I'm glad that they made the changes that needed to be changed. I thought that the uh, the shaders and the colors would be a little more pre- like relevant, prevalent. They're they, they are, but they aren't. It's still got that Fallout vibe to it. Obviously, I, I think it's funny that I'm talking about a game that's been out for like three, four months. Like, like it just came out, but it just, something about it feels fresh. Something about it feels fresh. And when I watch my wife play it, I yell at her sometimes. I yell at her, but I'm like, why are you going down the sights? View down the sights! And she's just shooting all at the hip. And I'm like, go down the sights. And she looks at me and she says, I will cut your dick off. And I say, honey, you're doing great. You're doing so good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Fallout 76. I'm going to be playing it for a while. I can feel it. Feel it in my loins. I kind of... Give the division a rest. I just, I mean, he's too pissed uh, at it. Guys, the RNG in this game is killing me. Random number generators for these weapons is just killing me. It's, uh, it's just, uh, <laughs> okay. So I want to shout out Marco Styles on on YouTube. I believe he streams on YouTube. He probably has a Twitch channel as well. But Marco Styles is is one of the people that was in the party that did the, the world's first for the raid. He is a huge division streamer from division one you know was streaming division two and he even he was talking about how like 
he just doesn't like the game anymore. And this is someone who, like, for probably the last three years has been, like, division-heavy content. Like, this is his content. He's got so many videos of, like, builds for Division 1 and Dark Zone runs and a shit ton for Division 2. And, and I just, I'm listening to him talk. I'm watching his YouTube video. He posted probably, like, two days ago, three days ago. And it's, like, you know, the first three months of Division, how's it doing? And I'm like, fuck. And I got to agree with, like, a lot of the stuff he's saying. A lot of the stuff he's saying. Like, little things here and there. And I'm just like, man, yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to take a break from it because I'm just, I don't know. I, I want to see what the next patch update does. And I just want him to put in a survival mode because then, like, they'll get me back with a survival mode. I know that. But I don't know if they're going to do that since it takes place in the springtime as opposed to the wintertime. But please, massive games you're listening, please put that survival mode in there. For the love of God, do it. But that's it. That's all. That, that's why I'm playing Fallout 76. It's got its hooked in me. Hooks in me. It's got its death claw hooks in me. It's death claws in me. Fuck, I missed it. Mm-hmm. It was close. I was close. But anyways, let's take a quick break. You're gonna hear my saucy voice telling you people that if you want to sponsor the show, get in this hoe. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back. Hi everybody, Anthony from Dad's Beards Nerds here. Here to tell you about our sponsorship program, a wonderful way to help support us and another way if you are a business or just someone who wants something red. Our sponsorships cost $100 for a week or $200 for three weeks. Your ad will be read over our week's worth of content, which includes DBN News, any reviews we might do, and our DBN Prime podcast. If this sounds something that interests you, then contact us at gmail at dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com. We look forward to working with you, and we look forward to hearing from you. Now, enjoy the rest of the show. Soy boys unite, because we're back. Here so, we are. Topic one. Actually, it's the only topic. I don't know why I'm saying topic one. But the topic tonight is something that came to me when I was listening to Kind of Funny Games Daily today, which is technically today is Thursday. You'll be hearing this Sunday. So on Thursday, and so Greg and Andrea, Greg Miller and Andrew. Ref- well, 27th for reference. So Greg Miller and Andrew Renee talked about how as media outlets, they're having trouble getting the amount of badges that they're asking for compared to years past. And they even said even compared to just two years ago. <clears throat> so talking about how, especially with Kind of Funny, so they're, like Greg and Tim are the only ones that went there. If you're familiar with t- Kind of Funny, you know they are. I'm not going to go to, into the explanations, but Greg and Tim are the only ones from Kind of Funny that were there. And I thought it was odd because usually it's like the whole crew. Well, you know, him and Andrea were explaining that for both their crews, they were probably getting only like two badges. And the ESA and E3 were trying to charge them $1,000 per media badge. Which is already wild. Because what's a normal badge go for? What What's a what's a general badge go for just the common person? Like $300? Yeah, I think, uh, I think they had a bundle like deal yeah. for, for like, it was like, 280 something or yeah it's just a little under 300 they're trying to charge media thousand dollars a badge which is bonkers what is media so it passes would be free it, it gets well yeah but the media badge realistically what does it what does it get you it gets you in a couple more areas maybe it doesn't even get you into closed door demos and stuff you have to actually set those up with the actual yeah. de- developers and the publishers so they're just charging media to charge media that much just to be like just out of spite so obviously playstation didn't go this year and we are seeing e3 make this jump from just a electronic show where it's mainly industry people and you know like you'll have some smaller outlets but 
you know, they're making this jump now to it's a public show now, mixed in with the media. But now we've got companies like Sony. Sony and PlayStation are like, nah, we're good. We're good. Well, one of the reasons why I think that they're doing that is because they have PSX. Then we've got places like people like Nintendo, Microsoft, hell, even EA. Like, so a lot of these, well, not EA, but Nintendo and Microsoft are, are starting to do these like directs. So, you know, Nintendo kind of opened the door with the directs and showed everybody it can be done. Uh, in a relevant, fun way that makes sense. But EA's doing their theme the day before now. And they're doing theirs outside of the convention center. Nintendo is the only one left in the convention center of those that you mentioned. So, with... You know, I'm thinking about this. Like, Why would they charge media $1,000? And it's starting to make sense. EA, or EA... (laughs) E3, in my mind, is becoming less relevant for getting bigger games news out there. Now, it's a great place to, to, you know, to get that hype going. But other than that, it's a, what, it's so it's a hype show now? We're not getting, like, like what we're going to get console reveals, okay. But Sony doesn't have to do that. They have PSX. We're going to get the console reveal on PSX, most likely. Xbox announced it at E3 because Xbox is, Xbox is still using E3 as a relevant platform. But E3 is evolving, and I don't think it's going to be, within the next five years, a relevant show for, for most like publishers and the big three. I think that they're going to start toning it back a little bit. I mean, for God's sake, Sony gave up their booth space. Sony gave up their whole space. So when you give up your whole space, it's done. It's not like you get that back. So if Sony wants to come back to E3 next year, they don't have that space. But they don't give a fuck. They got PSX. So is E3 less relevant than it used to be? I'm not saying it's dying, but our publishers and game companies and Xbox and the bigger people, the people who are in charge of going to these scenes thinking to themselves like, well, do we need to spend the money on that? Do we need to? Can we dial it back? Shit, even Nintendo's doing a director in E3. <laughs> you would think that they would have an E3 conference where they would announce all that shit. But they're, they're actually doing a direct during E3 as well. Granted, smart time to do it. But they're doing the directs that are allowing people to go to their own platforms, and they're doing it in their own way. So is E3 relevant still? Is it? Will it be relevant within the next five years, or will it just be this consumer show? And if you guys think so, should they dive deep into the con aspect of it, into a public convention like TwitchCon or you know, AnimeCon or uh, you know, CrunchyrollCon, that kind of stuff? Because is that going to save them? What do you guys think? Um, I have a... First off, you're wrong. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I love okay. you. I mean, you're probably right. But I have a really interesting take on E3. I, mean, I think E3 is not losing relevance or will lose relevance. I think instead... I think <clears throat> what's changing is instead of it being focused around that one event, it's more becoming like a week of where just like the developers and the publishers just announce their stuff. I don't think it all has to be at like contained in one spot. anymore. It can branch out and it's still, it'll still be considered E3. You know what I mean? Microsoft wasn't at E3. They had their only booth. There was a mixer live stream of what was going on from the Microsoft theater. Like, and their Microsoft stuff was open to the public. EA, pretty much the same thing. They were like, we're not going to the convention center. We have our own. 
Nintendo, Ubisoft, and Square, they were like, we'll stay here. That's fine. And I think that's great. And I think that relevance still holds because it gives people hype for the fall, hype for the future, and gamers need that. We all know. We we feed off the hype. Like, like we take that in so much. We, we eat that shit up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, I 100% um, agree with you on that one. And then what you're saying about the con thing. Uh, I think, and this is, this is where it's going to be an interesting take that people are either going to be like, yeah, this isn't a bad idea, or, like, what are you thinking? Shut up, go away. It's so bad I puke all over my mic. Yeah. It's one of those, <laughs> I think, like, Monday and Tuesday should be exclusive to the media. No public access, period. End of story. Like, that gives the media time to get their, like, plays without having the lines and all that craziness of having that whole con scene and everybody there. Because there's still a ton of media. There's still going to be a bunch of people. You just don't have hundreds or thousands more. Or Dr. Disrespect streaming in a bathroom. But... <laughs> oh my god, man. So many people. <laughs> I so had many to make people that are so... We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later, but go on, go on. Uh... Like, you don't have all that stuff happening. Uh, you have literally the media that's there to do their job. Cover the games, cover the hype, give the people that aren't there the information. Then on, like, Wednesday, you have, like, that that hybrid that it's right now. It's open to both. And then, like, say, Wednesday through... Have that kind of, like, Wednesday through Friday. So you've still got three days... And anyone that's been to a con knows that if that shit's lasting longer than three days, you're burnt out. <clears throat> like, you've seen everything. You've got nothing left to do. Hell, after day two, you're struggling to find something to do. <laughs> I mean, you're not... Actually, I, I, think that, that, I think that makes sense. I think your idea makes sense, and it's probably something that they're, they're thinking of for next year's E3, but... No, yeah, give the media two days to do their thing. Yeah. I, don't think it's, I don't think it's fair that you've got... Outlets like IGN, GameSpot, Kotaku, uh, um, Polygon, uh, and you know these other uh, these other video game outlets that are trying to do their job along these droves and waves of of just you know normal people that are there just yeah. to be at the convention. And yeah, it, get, you do it two days with just media, and it lets them get it done. And then you got the the three day convention of you know, normal, normal people in the media. And that, that makes a ton of sense. I, I think that would probably be the smarter theme, but does it still, does it still save it to the point where other companies will come back? Like Sony comes back, Microsoft comes back. I don't think it needs saving though. That's the, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think yeah, I, I don't think it's in danger. I don't think it's like I said, I think E3 is going to sound cliche. I think it's more of a state of mind when it comes to the game industry. It's, it's that a, yeah. week. It's that time it's of the when year. they all get it there. Like, like whether they're they're at that convention center mm -hmm. or not. If they're not, they're like a block away. Yeah, but if it didn't need saving, why would they be charging media a thousand dollars a badge when 
when normal people have a two hundred to three hundred dollar, well, three to four hundred dollar probably. Now I think that's just ridiculous. I I don't like. I'm not going to defend that. That that's just stupid to me. That's I wild. Think, that's bonkers. Yeah, I think that's more of them knowing they can get away with it. That like IGN, they could hand IGN a fifty grand bill, and IGN's going to pay it for other people to go there because they're like we're going to make more money off these clicks of all of this E3 news that we're just flooding the gates. Sure, whatever. Pear's writing that check out while tears stream down his eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he's not he's not crying. He's like like he's writing that check while he's got a machine counting the other money that he just made from E3. Like he's like, "Okay, you want this one article to pay for these badges?" Cool. Here you go. Granted, George, that's a massive over-exaggeration, but you get George, my point. Yeah, yeah, I get it. George, what do you think? Uh, I'm I'm in the same boat as Tommy. Um, I don't know if I'd give the media two days, though. Maybe just one. But but there's so much to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I, would, I would be with Tommy on this one. I think they would need two days to adequately cover everything without having to crunch too hard. They got to crunch regardless. We've all seen the war yeah. rooms. I mean, but I, I think two... Two days gives them the amount of time they need to just focus and crunch on it, and then, then I, I'm sure they're still throwing out articles. I'm sorry, George, go on. But but I tend to agree with Tommy. Like E3 is more of a state of mind. It's like almost like E3 has gotten bigger than the convention itself. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. And that's that's the thing. Is like this isn't just. It's like the gamer version of like a Holy Week. You know, like we have all the news is going to come out that. We're all itching to hear and get hyped on, like like Tommy mentioned before, and like it, it, I'm not trying to piggyback off you too hard, man. Oh no, you're good. It it really is. I'll put the know, saddle on. Everybody just wants, or everybody craves that feeling of that hype for that new game, in my opinion. So, yeah, I I don't think the convention itself is in dire straits at all. I do think it's them saying, "Hey, your media, you want to be media, pay up." Okay, well, how about this? Do you think that when a company, a, a media outlet, a company like IGN, we're not going to be at E3, we're just going to write reports on it, but we're not going to be there, then we'll be in trouble? Um, I think that, that says happened, more, I think that says more about IGN. Yeah. Like, cause I think IGN shoots themselves in the foot doing that. Yeah, you're going to legitimately like report on something <clears throat> you're not at. Yeah, but they don't need to be there now. And, 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 like and let's say let's say there is let's say next year IGN says we need 30 badges okay ESA goes no we're only giving you five and IGN goes well I guess we're covering it from San Francisco have a good E3 I'm telling you man I think that if if they're going to do that to smaller media outlets they're going to do it to the bigger ones eventually and that's going to bite them in the ass because you need the media to hype this stuff up you need those articles that are coming out, the you know two weeks before E three hyping up everything, every little thing down to whatever the fuck the carpet looks like. Oh, I agree. And I think it starts with these smaller media outlets like What's Good Games and Kind of Funny, and then it 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 slowly works its way out because if they're willing to do it to them, eventually they're going to do it to the bigger guys. And once they start doing it to the bigger guys, and the bigger guys are like, listen, uh, we have money, but we don't we're not paying fifty thousand dollars for badges. That's insane. And you guys can fucking eat our nards, and we're just gonna we'll just watch all the the themes and report on them. Or fuck you guys. Guess what? 
we'll just talk to the video game companies themselves and the publishers themselves and have them send over uh, their stuff to us. Because if you're not going to send badges to the media outlets, the publishers and, and the, the game developers and the studios aren't going to like that either. So there is a higher chance that those studios, publishers, developers would be like, actually, here's everything we were going to show. Uh, break it. And then E3's fucked because now they're not breaking any of this stuff. Uh, video game outlets like IGN are. How fucking bonkers would that be? How wild would that be? Oh my god, I want to see that. Oh, some people just want to watch the world burn. It would have to go wrong for that to happen. Yeah. Can you imagine that though? Like, Can you imagine like, Sony or no? Microsoft is like, you know what? Yeah, fuck them. Check it out. Here's everything we were going to announce. We're still doing the press conference, but uh, let's make it. Let's make a point. And then the next year, IGN's getting a hundred badges for free. Yeah, I'm sure they're charging <clears throat> larger outlets out the ass for those badges right now. The difference is those larger outlets. Can like, yeah, I think I, I completely agree. I mean, IGN looking at a couple thousand dollars for badges probably isn't a big deal right now. But like, if if it gets to the point like Anthony's hypothesizing, then yeah, I'm sure there will be some reconsideration, and it will definitely make those smaller news outlets, unfortunately, at a disadvantage. But I I will eat that drama up. I will eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No, 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 no. Give it to I me. I think what's more likely is they would have these ridiculous prices for media badges and then they see a massive amount of media that's like we're not gonna go and then very quickly they're like oh we fucked up my bad uh updated price it's a bunch it's a lot cheaper please come we need you definitely and then, then all is good so I, I andrea andrea renee did mention though that the contact that her and Greg have had for the last like two, three years um, isn't there anymore. And they also mentioned that whoever's making decisions for the ESA is making like, they're kind of steering it the wrong way. So it could be that this year is the, you know, the one year that that changes. Maybe someone is going to see that, but it also does sound like they're tightening up because, well, maybe they're worried <laughs> that they're not going to make enough money to be able to support it or have enough investors. So, I don't know, man. I just, I feel, I feel it's my own opinion that E3 is becoming less and less relevant every year. Still hype. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for that hype, that E3 hype. But with multiple publishers and developers kind of paving their own path, you would, I mean, you could say, doing it whatever way they want to do it and doing it their way, it's, I don't think it bodes very well. And I think that if E3 wants longevity for the next 20 years, I think they're going to have to like sit down and figure out how to lean heavy on the convention side of it in order to bring in those people, just common people, normal people who are going to pay $300, $400. Shoot, I wouldn't be surprised if they charged $400 for it. I mean, I paid $165 for three days at TwitchCon, which is cheap as fuck, but I wouldn't be surprised if next year a three-day badge or a five-day badge or, or like a full like convention badge is around four or $500 for common people. Mm-hmm. See, I think here, I think here's the ultimate sign of when you would see if E3 is in trouble. When Jeff Keighley announces that he's doing an event like a week before. <laughs> That's when you see E3 is in trouble. Jeff Keighley is the Game Awards, right? Yes. Oh my god, that would be a, oh, I want that so bad. I want it so bad. So bad. He, he does a lot of E3 coverage now. 
of stuff like he does a lot of the YouTube content and streams through that. Mm-hmm. That's when you see there's a problem. When he's like, "We're gonna do stuff a week beforehand." There's gonna be a bunch of announcements because his production quality is top notch. Yeah, he's spent the last what six, he's, seven years, he's like, whole career. Yeah, he's because he's, he's the master of his craft. Before it was the Game Awards, he did the VGX, the VGAs, like all the Spike stuff, games, trailers. Like he was, he was the guy. Still is the guy when it comes to like production quality. That would be wild if he was, if he came out and was like, "I'm doing my own event this year, a week before." And that's what? when, that's when E3 goes downhill. Everybody, tune yeah, in, I Jeff Keighley. We need this to happen. Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we need to ha- need it to happen. I don't want to see the downfall of E3. Like, uh, that, that's not what I'm about. <laughs> I love E3. It's it's my Christmas. Yeah, we just like, you know, like everyone will say, just I I think we're gonna have tighter security on the bathrooms next year. Oh uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Man, everybody. Uh... I don't think he's gonna be invited back to E3 ever again. No, everyone's like, he shouldn't go to TwitchCon. I'm like, get over your fucking self. I don't... I mean, that's ridiculous. He makes too much money for Twitch for him to not be at TwitchCon. He'll be at TwitchCon. He'll have his own private bathroom to stream in. Right? Yeah, no shit. He'll have a whole fucking party in a bathroom. Also, (laughs) shout out to Doc. Uh, Shout out to all the people who are like, if you support this guy, I don't want you to be my friend. Goodbye! (laughs) I don't think he'll ever be invited to E3 again. Nor do I think he should be invited to E3 again. Just because that's always going to be a level of controversy for E3. You separate yeah, yourself yeah. from that, <laughs> and you're good. They're like, they're like, uh, yeah. The only stipulation is you can come back, but you have to pee in a cup. <laughs> you can't yeah, go like, to the bathroom. <laughs> like, he'll never go to E3 again. Is my guess. But I think that's really all that's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I and agree. There's going to be a ton of signs and disclaimers everywhere. That's like, no, oh, yeah, they're going to have so much signage. Oh, yeah. So much signage. Put your phone away. Focus Phones on, and button. Focus they're on gonna the have, target. They're going to have someone you have to give your phone to someone before you go in the bathroom. A, ba- oh, a bathroom attendant. Please oh, give me your phone man. and camera, sir. If you want to use the bathroom, you got to give me your phone. We'll put them in these plastic baggies. Uh, and then you can go in. You can do your number one, your number two, your combination of one and two. You can take your doodies <laughs> and your poopoos. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been a productive episode. Let's, let's hop in that outro. You guys want that outro? How about you want that outro? Ooh, give them it. that spicy outro. Here it comes. First and foremost... You can go to anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds and you can leave us a voicemail. That's right, a voicemail. You can be like, hey guys, I love you, blah, 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 blah. Or you can say, hey, you fucking soy boys, you fucking dweebs. But will we air it? Probably, because I think that'd be kind of funny to air. Oh, Anyways, sure. go to anchor.fm where you can leave us a voice, anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can leave us a voicemail and you'll have a chance of getting it uh, aired on an episode of Dadsbeards Nerds. We would love to hear from you. I can't. Please do it. You'll literally be the, probably the second person. Uh, Sean did it once, and it was just talking shit on me. <laughs> so you can leave a voicemail that just says "penis" over so, and over again, just and like and very I quietly. Will personally, make sure that gets played. 
Next up, once again, we want to reiterate, you can also go to anchor.fm slash dadsbribsnerds and make a, do- uh, a monthly donation to the channel for 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99 per month by hitting that support this podcast button. You can cancel it anytime. It was just an awesome way to support us. And I'm pretty sure if you want any more Anchor ads, like that's what they're basing it off of is how many subs you have. So head over there, sub to the channel, get saucy. So that's all I got for the outro. You guys got anything you want to say? I'm pretty good. You no, covered I think it. You covered it pretty well. Perfect. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I'm George. I'm Tommy. Thank you, everyone, for coming out tonight. Take care. Have a good night.